0: You like your channel icon, like your yeah. branding icon. And I'm deciding if it's going to be my pink lip.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I really, really, really like it. And I agree because mine's the red lips. So uh, go girl goes dang lips. Go- <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Visibility Vixen podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Lewis, and this show is 100% geared to come alongside you, give you a huge hug and encourage you to keep going down this crazy trail of entrepreneurship. Between myself and the many incredible guests that come on to talk to you, you're going to leave each episode feeling inspired, motivated, and a little bit more balanced for the road ahead. I'm all about building a brand of integrity, purpose, and skyrocketing your visibility so that you can step into that incredible mission you were born to live. So grab a cup of iced tea, pop in those earbuds, and let's chat. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. So I have a very special guest for you today, and I have a very patient guest as this is our second recording because systems don't always work out well. So that's kind of like a staple entrepreneurship. I've had it happen to me. I'm sure Trina's had it happen to her where you're just like, um, sorry about that. So this is our second time around. So welcome to the show. My dear friend, Trina, how are you? Hello. Thank you for having me again. Let's <laughs> just hope it doesn't get too hot in our rooms. Cause I know you said right? it's super hot where you are and mm-hmm. I've got the sun blasting in through a sheet. So let's stay cool. So if you see a little bit of sweat coming down, it's either a very <laughs> intense conversation or it's the heat. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so what I love about my friend Trina Little is that she is very authentic. She is, um, how do I say this the right way so there's a lot of different entrepreneurs out there that are teaching video I'm one of them Trina focuses on YouTube and it's really easy to be like do this do this do this and then you're gonna be famous it's gonna be great Trina's not like that she wants to help you right where you're at no matter what kind of equipment you have to start bringing more views into your business on YouTube and that's why I love her and why I wanted to bring her on the show so Trina can you give us a little bit of background on you and what you specialize in with you YouTube and how you got here.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I actually got into YouTube uh, like 2014. Um, I got pregnant with my first child, and I was the only one that was pregnant of my friends, so it was the first time. And I honestly could not tell you how I got into YouTube videos, but I got into like vloggers and mommy vloggers, and I, it just it connected with me, and I realized the power these people had in their comments in this community they were creating. Mm. So I'm like, okay, what are my favorite brands doing on YouTube? Like, if these like random people are doing this amazing stuff, what are my favorite brands doing here on YouTube? And nothing. Some of the biggest brands that I loved weren't on YouTube. And so my business brain started connecting with my YouTube brain because I have a my um, uh, undergrad degree in marketing and public relations and a master's degree in business. So Mm -hmm. my business brain started to click with my creative brain and I decided I'm gonna figure out how this works. So I started creating my own videos documenting you know my time being pregnant and being a mom and soon people started asking me how did you do this how did you start a channel and I realized people needed help doing this they didn't want to figure it out they just wanted someone to tell them how to do it and so I started helping people set up their YouTube channels coming up with content ideas and kind of how it took off. Like I was looking for any excuse to leave the nine to five because that job just crushed your soul. Mm -hmm. Um, so any excuse I could find to, you know, work for myself, work with other passionate people like me, I was all in for.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love that you do this. And I think that YouTube is one of the stickiest talking points for people to bring into their business because they're already overwhelmed with Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and whatever, whatever. And what if they have their own podcast and, you know, their email list. And so even trying to mention YouTube, it's like, no. So (laughs) I would love to highlight what you've seen change because of incorporating YouTube into your business, what you've seen in some of your students and why you think this should be a priority.
0: So video is the the best medium to connect with your people, right, they can get to know you, they can get a sense of who you are, and you instantly cut through that know, like, and trust factor so much faster than any place else. Within six months of starting my business and being on YouTube, I was already getting tagged in multiple Facebook groups as like the video and YouTube person, like if somebody had a Love YouTube it. person, they were like, ask Trina, go to Trina. And so what I love about YouTube is I use it as like the point of my content. It's the hub of my content. So from my YouTube video, I take the transcripts, you have a blog post. I take the first 15 seconds of my video, which is usually a hook of what's to come in my video, post it on Instagram, post it on Stories, And I'm most recently testing out a new strategy where I just upload the entire video to Facebook as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm not getting the views on YouTube, but I'm getting access to people on Facebook and growing a Facebook page that way, and they will hopefully transition over to Facebook as well. And so you have a newsletter, you write a newsletter about what you shared in your video that day. And so this all kind of is a snowball effect. If you think of video as that point of your content, everything else is done for you and video will actually save you time.
1: I love that you're hitting on that because I think that there's a misconception that we have to kind of create content out of thin air and then leverage that on Facebook and leverage that on Twitter and leverage it on Instagram. And I know that I've fallen prey to that as well. And so the way that you're saying it is, um, let's bring that all down to start with this educational video where you can reach people right where they're at and then formulate that into Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, email responder. And I think that's a great way to think of it because then, if you're putting yourself on a time limit of, okay, I'm gonna make two videos a month, let's be really generous here, then you can drop One video a week. That. Yeah, I know that would be <laughs> optimal, right? But a lot of people can't sustain that right, right now. So if people narrow that down to one or two a month, What would that do for your social media presence and how would that establish you as more of authority in your niche, especially if you're incorporating the strategies that Trina's talking about by leveraging that on your Facebook page, growing those lights where you could even leverage that into an ad. So I think this is a brilliant strategy. And are you excited to see kind of how this takes shape and what happens? Yeah, I mean, already
0: my clients are loving that they have this presence on YouTube because just having a presence on YouTube boost their search engine optimization for their website, get yes. them ranking higher on Google, because Google owns YouTube and you can have your videos ranking on Google as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one of my students, she takes her videos and repurposes it multiple times. She pulls out multiple clips Posts them on Instagram, posts them on Facebook, puts the quote on the outside of the video. Like she's the repurposing queen, and so Love for it. her to use video, she's just saving herself immense amount of time and also creating that relationship with people because they get to see
1: her and her personality on video, which she has a great personality. So beautiful. I really love that. So for someone that is a first time YouTube user, a little bit nervous, a little bit terrified, a little bit peeing in their pants. (laughs) What are some of your tips so that their videos get seen to help them translate into from viewer to customer? So you definitely need to do some research on
0: the front end. You can't just plop up a video and think, yep, I'm gonna get 100 views on this video. You've got to figure out what's working on YouTube and what people are watching on YouTube. You may have an idea But then go to YouTube and start typing in the search bar to see what YouTube is predicting that you're saying. You want to go into an incognito window on Google Chrome because YouTube actually collects all your search data, so they're going to try to figure out what... Super
1: spies. Yeah. <laughs> they figure know out what, what you're want.
0: saying. Yeah, based <laughs> on what you're normally searching. So you want to go into an incognito window where they don't have any information on you and right. see what those actual phrases are that people are typing in. Those are the video ideas you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um and then the biggest thing is thumbnails. And I know thumbnails were important, but I'm not a graphic designer and let's face it, I don't have time to do thumbnails. And so right. I was just usually like pointing to the side, putting like a type some text up. You don't want to repeat the title of your video mm-hmm. in your thumbnail because people can already read the title. Oh, uh, interesting. You want to put some kind of complementary text on that thumbnail so that they work together and make that make people want to click on it so um, more recently this week I started a new thumbnail strategy I actually am testing out bringing a graphic designer onto my team to also help my clients and I've gotten a significant amount of comments on my new thumbnails and it's because I don't get the graphics of thumbnails but Thumbnails are what makes people watch your videos. Mm. You could have a Hollywood producer take all their best equipment and you could have the best content in the world in that video, but if they're not enticed to click, no one's gonna watch it. So that thumbnail is just so important. And I've heard multiple times that creators who are doing well on YouTube spend twice the amount of time on their thumbnail than their actual video content.
1: Wow, holy smokes. And I, I mean, think once you like
0: it's easier to plug in, right? Right. And so- Now that my graphic designer has that template, we can change out the color change out the photo. And so have an idea going forward. It's not recreating the wheel every single time. Right.
1: And I love that you're hitting on this because my strength is more of the video shooting. That's my background. I'm from a Hollywood background. So that's very easy for me, but I've made that same mistake. Like listeners, I am making this mistake right now as we speak, where I haven't put a lot of energy into thumbnails because I just select the screenshot and do all the SEO and do the right title and, fill everything out, but I haven't put a lot of attention into thumbnails. So I think that it's really important that you're chatting about this. And Trina just released a video talking about this more that I am going to link below. So be sure wherever you're watching this or listening that you check that out because I think this is a really important differentiator. And if you're not able to spend a lot of money on advertising you're doing this more ninja style you need every tip that you can get to get more people looking at your stuff so I Mm -hmm. love that you're talking about this and the only thing that I want to highlight to go back to is opening an incognito window. A lot of people may not know how to do that. So be sure to Google on whatever device you're using because it's different for PC and for Mac. Yeah. But I totally agree with Trina. It's a great thing to do. That's how I test all of my funnels to make sure that they're working. So it's a great thing for you to just put into your cap Mm -hmm. as a tip for later. So I love it. And I don't want to get wound up on
0: this like thumbnail, oh my gosh, like it has to be this amazing piece of art. It doesn't get started with what you can do, but make a customizable thumbnail, even if it's just you with some text on it, start there. I mean, I've been able to grow my channel doing that, Mm -hmm. But I know I can do better if I really focus on that thumbnail. But I've been doing it just one man team over here and creating the thumbnails that I was doing before was easy for me to create Mm -hmm. and it still stood out, but I knew I could do better. And so get started where you can and where you have time to, so that you can then level up once your videos start working for you behind the scenes.
1: Yeah, so let's chat a little bit about the thumbnails. So are you taking like just a still photograph of yourself? Are you taking a still of the video you shot? Like how are you doing that strategically?
0: So prior to this week, I was doing um, so when I finished my videos, I would kind of stand to the side and just like mm-hmm. pose or point, and then right. take those screen captures from that video. Mm-hmm. This time, I planned in advance. I knew what my video was going to be, so I looked on YouTube to see what thumbnails people were using mm-hmm. for that, like for that title or that um, content idea. Mm-hmm. We what what were people doing? What were they doing in those thumbnails? Um, what Videos were getting more views. Was it because the thumbnail looked better? And then I kind of batched all of my photos for my thumbnails in one day. Cool. And <laughs> so what I did is I just set the self timer on my mm-hmm. camera because having an actual photo is a little bit better than just yes. a scene capture. Totally. So I just used the self timer. I kicked my husband and my kids out of the house for the day and set <laughs> up different shots that I planned in advance that would show some type of emotion or some type of result that they would get if they watched this video. And so that's gotcha. how you're really gonna connect with somebody.
1: Cool, I love that. So once they've done the research, they've shot the video, they've uploaded, they've done their thumbnail, things are going great, right? Now we have the nerves of title, description and keywords. So mm-hmm. what are your, some of your tips to help ease their pain and give them a little bit of direction moving forward so that this can be a smoother process?
0: So the whole idea in optimizing your video is thinking about the phrases you wanna be searched for. Um, you wanna incorporate some generic phrases along with long tail keywords. And what that means is like four to five word phrases. like how to start a youtube channel how to grow a youtube channel Mm -hmm. youtube channel
1: youtube Mm -hmm. like those Mm -hmm. types
0: of words um and then you want to create a title that has your keyword or phrase in it, but make sure it's readable to people. Um, YouTube can read at about a sixth grade level, so it doesn't, you don't have to format that video title for a robot because YouTube can already tell what you're talking about. So you wanna make sure it's enticing to your viewer. And mm-hmm. then just making sure you're using those keywords in your description box and in your titles so that you can give YouTube the extra metadata to know where they should recommend your videos.
1: talking about that. And I was talking about my podcast. I was talking about how I put my um, different main points and I'll lay them out that I'm talking about in the video. And I'll also put the full clickable links. Do you feel like that is a good strategy for people to be a little bit more elaborate with their description? Because I find I get more involved with entrepreneurs that put a little bit more effort into their description in terms of commenting or liking or subscribing than just like one sentence.
0: Yeah, yeah, you definitely need to put more content in that description box. Cool.
1: Um, So I want to know what are you working on right now? What are you excited about? What's coming up for you?
0: So I got this new strategy that I'm planning. Um, I'm also working on some additional products for people to really get started with YouTube. I know it's a scary process. I want to try to help as many people as possible because that's what I love doing. And I'm also thinking about expanding, like what can I do to make me a one-stop shop for video. So thinking about what that looks like in the future and where I want to take it in 2018.
1: Oh, yes. Exciting. And how are you leveraging your time? Because I know that you can crank out like 12 videos in one day. Is this a strategy that you recommend? Is this something that frees up your time so you know that there's just this one day of content shooting that you can leverage out? Like, how are you working this?
0: Yeah, I batch film and so I planned out all my videos in advance, did the research, and then last week I filmed 10 videos in one day. Woo! And I can usually film them I did them in the morning, so I got them done in about three hours. And so now I know I have my video content done for the next five weeks. So I can send them to my video editor, he just sends them to me when they're done. And Mm -hmm. it does free up time because I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I have clients, I've got other stuff to do than to set up camera equipment, put on makeup, like get into that filming mode. So just doing it all in one day, Mm -hmm. it just is so much more efficient.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. So our audience that wants to learn more from you, where can they go? Are they getting a little freebie today? Let's give them a place to go for you.
0: So you can get my YouTube channel checklist, which will make sure that you have your channel set up right so that it's ready to go. So it's successful when you launch it and it's 10 steps. And if you go to trinalittle.com backslash channel checklist, you can get it for free. Perfect
1: guys, I'm gonna link all of this below. I highly recommend this strategy because things ebb and flow in our industry. And it's like how Periscope was really, really hot. Then it was Facebook Live, which has been really, really hot. But now the retention for Facebook Live is starting to go down. So I think that it's smarter as you're building your list and putting your name out there to really leverage YouTube, because even though you don't own the platform, you do own those views in terms of people can constantly be going to that same video and it's not getting lost in your feed where they'll never see your live stream again. So be as smart as you can about this. Start putting some effort into this YouTube channel and let Trina know how it goes. I know she would love to hear from you. So any parting advice, my dear, before we wrap up our podcast today? Just that YouTube is the
0: second largest search engine in the world and it's owned by the first, which is
1: Google. So play nice on both platforms, get rewarded. It is a no brainer. Okay, everyone, we will see you in the next episode. And Trina, thanks so much for stopping by today again. I really appreciate it. No (laughs) problem. Thanks for listening in today to the Visibility Vixen Podcast. Subscribe now and share with a fellow Vixen who wants to start building their visibility. For more fire in your life and brand, visit visibilityvixen.com.